Hey there, all you cool cats and kittens. How are you doing out there? <laughs> You've probably, like everybody else in lockdown at the minute, watched Tiger King. And if you haven't, why not? It is just sheer entertainment from start to finish. There are twists and turns in that thing that, you know, a Greek tragedy wouldn't have. It is a work of art. Um... No, it's a load of balls. Like, uh, it's completely mad, actually, watching that fucking Tiger King. It's genuinely makes you feel like your life isn't that messed up when you see how Joe Exotic lived his. I mean, I'm going to start calling myself Bro Exotic. Bro Exotic, yeah. I play with tigers all the time. Not really tigers, just big pussies. <laughs> Anyways, I'll not chat too much about that in case you haven't seen it, but watch it. Uh, Basically, I've got a new fear now, and that is turning into Carol Baskin, who may or may not have murdered her husband. And she didn't even have the excuse of being in a lockdown. So far, during this lockdown, uh, we have done quite a few things together as a family to try and break the mundanity. And that included playing Monopoly the other day, which actually... um, I actually finished a game of Monopoly. Can you believe that? Why does it have to last so long? Like we were playing for about two hours and I genuinely felt like murdering everyone by the end of it. Especially Curtis because I realised something about him and that's that he's ruthless when it comes to Monopoly. And I'm not sure if it's just going to relate to Monopoly. I mean, I should actually get a pre-nump. Well, we're already married, so a post-nump. Can you get one of those? Post-nump? Or I don't know. But anyway, I should get one because the bastard wouldn't give me uh, one shitty wee uh, Mayfair. It wasn't even Mayfair. I had Mayfair. Like one of the great ones that you get good rent on. And he had the other one. And I was willing to give him Mayfair, a blue property, for a wee shitty like yellow property that I needed to complete a set. And he would not concede He would not let me get it and he kept giving me these terrible deals and I refused to take it. So I literally would rather go bankrupt than buy to him. You learn a lot about yourself during a game of Monopoly and the others around you, I'm just saying. And what actually did please me though was that it didn't end up being flipped. You know, that's usually the conclusion of every Monopoly game. One family member ends up freaking out and flipping the board. (laughs) Literally flipping out. (laughs) No, we even played Jenga as well. And believe it or not, the two-year-old banned me from playing Jenga after I accidentally tried to help him during his turn and tipped the whole thing over. And he was like, no, mommy, no, mommy, no more Jenga. I was like, I get fucking banned from a game that is basically just a test of your fine motor skills and patience. And I get banned from it by a (laughs) two-year-old. So that says a lot. About my fine motor skills and patient. I'm clumsy as hell. Also binged on Call the Midwife. This is how I've been spending my quarantine. I mean. I don't know why Call the Midwife. I think it just came up on Netflix. And I was like yeah why not. And it heavily features nuns. Which might have been an influence. As to why I started talking about nuns in last week's episode. Or because. I mean let's face it. I've been dreaming about nuns and everything these days. The nuns in Call the Midwife tend to be really nice. And there's a wee wacky nun that's full of wisdom, even though nobody listens to her. And I identify with her a lot. So, yeah. 
nuns. I'm not going to talk about nuns. There will be none of that <laughs> in this episode. Don't worry. But another interesting fact about my uh, quarantine is I've gained half a stone. Yep. Half a stone in just over two weeks. Because, I mean, I suppose that's what happens whenever you decide that lunchtime should have a dessert accompaniment. You know, you eat a big sandwich and then you think I could do with um, a slice of cake after this because why not treat yourself every meal has a three courses <laughs> like has a starter a main and a dessert you know what I mean a few chocolates to start your lunch then maybe get stuck into a big bowl of pasta and follow it up with dessert repeat three times a day equals half a stone insane Seriously, this quarantine's going to kill more people in the coronavirus because if you're anything like me, your arteries will probably give up before you before you give in to any kind of viral infection. Couple all that with the fact that we're only allowed to exercise once a day. And I say that we're only allowed to exercise once a day. I kind of feel like exercising has been mandated now because I never used to even exercise once a day. And um, I still don't. The only thing that's missing is the fact that I'm usually running about doing school runs, chasing after kids and maybe, you know, walking a lot more. Whereas now I've been confined to being a couch potato. Haven't necessarily been confined to it because it's my own personal choice. But I mean, I just can't. I don't like people telling me what to do. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I seen this meme the other day and it rang so true. It said, you know that you have really good friends or I know that I have really good friends because none of them have challenged me to do 10 push-ups yet (laughs) because supposedly that's this trend that's going around I challenge you to do 10 push-ups mate the only thing that I am pushing up is the toaster to see if my two big massive rounds of bread are done yet and I've already had about a loaf today you know like don't don't tell me the exercise really really don't Groupon did that before I actually deregistered from Groupon because they sent me an email. Well, one of those pop-ups that comes up on your uh, phone screen and it said, um, save money on things that you should do every day. Notice the use of the word should do every day. And whenever I clicked it, it was like gym equipment, you know, like gear, yoga mats and shit. And I was like, excuse me? You do not tell a woman, specifically this woman, what she should do every day. Not even what you could do every day or what you might do every day or save money on things you use every day. That's presumptuous, but at least it's not a direct order or judgy. Uh, so yeah, deregister, FU group on, don't tell me what to do. The last thing you want to do is tell a woman what to do because that would not be a pretty death. What would be a pretty death, actually? Uh, Like, what is the idea of a pretty death? Like Snow White, lying there, all beautiful, lips as red as the rose, that was Sleeping Beauty, but still, uh, waiting for a man to kiss her. I mean, whoever wrote Snow White, I know it's probably one of the Grimm's tales or whatever, but whoever adapted that to Disney clearly didn't know any real women. (laughs) I mean, you're sitting drawing cartoons all day, you probably are a virgin. But I mean, if you ever try to wake up a woman with a kiss from a deep sleep, you're probably going to end up with a concussion. 
especially if it's me. I mean, you try to wake me up from a deep sleep with a kiss. I know what you're after. You get told. Listen, fuck off. <laughs> Roll on over there, son. The time for that has passed. <laughs> I The reason I am so tired now is a result of being woke up with kisses. Because I have three kids. Seriously, leave it out. The bed is for sleeping. <laughs> Kind of funny how the things that used to be considered a punishment as a kid would now be like rewards in adulthood. Like, you know, whenever you were forced to go to bed early or take a nap. Whereas now those things are like dreamy to me. <laughs> Pardon the pun. You know, you were like, no, I don't want to go to sleep. Sleep's boring. You know, now I'm like, please let me sleep. This would be amazing. Or if your ma would like groungy and not let you out of the house which is kind of funny considering the situation that we're all in now I mean it seems like a punishment we're being grounded but I suppose it's how you frame it you know if you if you convince yourself that this is shit it's gonna be shit but if you just think well fuck I have an excuse to lie about like a lazy bastard and you know binge on Netflix then it's a great thing because, I mean, that's what I would love to do any other day. But now that it's being enforced, it's kind of seeming like a punishment. I suppose that falls back to me not being told what to do, not liking being told what to do. But that kind of brought me to the idea for today's podcast that, you know, reminded me of punishments as a kid and being grounded because that's what we are. And it had me thinking about, you know, Things that I had done to get grounded. I mean, I I actually got away with a lot as a kid, considering that I was an actual mad bastard. But I think that's probably because grounded me would have meant that my ma had to look at me more. <laughs> you know, but I did get grounded a few times for doing some possibly bad things. But to me, they probably were just, you know, hilarious things. And I was thinking, I'm going to speak about that in this podcast whether you like it or not so I mean you don't even have to listen if you're listening now fair play to you but here goes one of the main reasons that I would have got grounded was for being cheeky like giving back cheek to mama you know <laughs> or you know coming off with something to her that you thought you think you're fucking smart don't you I mean I remember one time the bathroom was you know, somebody had just vacated our bathroom and must have been doing number two. Here I go talking about shit again, but I promise it's a quick story. And basically I exclaimed, Who was in the bathroom? And mummy turned around with a guilty look on her face and said to me, Excuse me, does your perfume smell like shit? <laughs> and I burst out laughing because she actually meant to say, Does your shit smell like perfume? But... <laughs> Clearly a bit of a malapropism there in some way or another. She got mixed up and I turned around to her and went, no, actually, it smells like DKNY. <laughs> and she grounded me. But the worst thing about that was when she was telling me to get to my room, I was like, fucking And I walked downstairs and she went, what's that? Is that right? You just said uh, you're going to kill yourself. You're grounded for another week. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I never said that. She was like, yes, you did. 
you did. You said, I'm going to kill myself as you were stomping to your room. And I was like, <laughs> is this your wishful thinking or something? Because I really never said that. <laughs> and now I'm getting extra time because of a false accusation. Ma, you hit her. But I suppose Ma's are a bit mad that way. I had a friend once who got grounded for a really long time. In fact, she used to get grounded for everything. My life was easy compared to her. I mean, seriously, if she came in with a bit of dirt on her jeans, she'd have get grounded. But she was told before that she wasn't allowed to hang about at the bottom of Lenadoon in the park because that's where all the scumbags stood, which I think is a bit classist for her mother to say because we lived in fucking Lenadoon and we were all basically scumbags in one way or another. But anyways, we were down there and um, she she got stung by a, a wasp. <laughs> We were teenagers and she was wearing this, you know, like nice cheap perfume. One of those replicas that's meant to smell like another perfume. And basically this wasp took a fancy to her and fucking penetrated her neck with its sting. (laughs) And it came out in this big lump. And whenever she went home, her ma was convinced that she had a love bite. (laughs) And so grounded her for months. I mean, we didn't see her for ages after that. And her ma couldn't be told any different, you know, that it wasn't a love bite. It was a wasp sting. It was like, I fucking sure, dead on. <laughs> but it really, really was. I just, like, ma's are mad. I'm going to have to come up with new and inventive ways of punishing my kids because grinding just doesn't have the same effect that it did in our day. I sound like a pensioner. But literally, I mean, if you didn't go out with your mates, you know, your your social life was over. You were afraid of, you really had actual FOMO because if you weren't there when Kev shed himself, you know, in the park, then you were missing out on the social event of the year and <laughs> your life was over. So my kids now, they're more like indoor cats, you know, so I can't imagine. I really hope that they'll, you know, be outdoorsy when they're older. I don't know. One of them is mad. He's now, he wouldn't be in if you gave him a choice. But, you know, the others, I'm not too sure. You know, they're more like <laughs> vampires. You open the blinds and they'll hiss at you. So it's more about taking things away. Like, you're not allowed to go on your computer. You're not allowed to use your tablet. Um, I mean... Even the fact that we've recoined the term tablet to mean, you know, a device the kids look at now instead of the thing that your ma used to take for her headache fucking listening to you is a sign of the times. But like, I don't know what way. I'm going to get really inventive because, I mean, it never did be any harm with the odd punishment growing up. So if I can figure out new and inventive ways to make my kids' lives miserable, maybe they'll turn out to be better people for it. I was thinking last night about the things that you get in trouble for as a kid when you don't realise that you're doing something bad or more accurately saying something bad (laughs) and I actually fell asleep laughing last night because uh, Kurt and I were sharing stories about the stupid things that we've said to your parents that have nearly got us killed. Like um, I remember before I used to think that dildo was just a funny word. I didn't realise you know what it was. And so I went through a phase when I was about 10 of calling everybody a dildo if they did something silly. (laughs) 
and I called my ma. <laughs> I called my ma a dildo, and she went nuts, like actually nuts, and she went, "Don't you dare call me that!" And I was like, "Why? It's just a funny word." She was like, "No, it isn't just a funny word. Don't be using the word dildo." And I was like, "Why? What is it? What's a dildo, mummy? Mummy, why can't I say dildo, mummy?" Mummy, why can't I say dildo? And she just snapped and went, A dildo is a penis. <laughs> a dildo is a penis. And it was yet another five years before I found out that it wasn't actually a penis. But sure, um, it was hilarious getting her to describe that. And then there was the time that I told my pops. Um, he shouted at me for something, like asked me to get him something whenever he was cleaning the car. And I went, all right, don't cream your pants. <laughs> But I thought cream your pants meant like shit yourself. It was just like a nicer way of saying it. And the look on his face <laughs> when I said don't cream your pants was not even hilarious. It was actually scary at the time because I thought, am I going to get hit here? <laughs> and D Curtis told me that he once called his mum a, wait for it, ball shiner. <laughs> And which I could only deduce as being, you know, maybe a derogatory term for a woman who shines balls by sitting on them all day. <laughs> but he said he called her it and his dad didn't even look at the ma, just dove to him for cover because he knew that the child's life was in danger when he called his ma a ball shiner. So, I mean, at least I wasn't, I mean, the word balls in there, a child would know that balls are not just funny, but um, also a prohibited word. Not my kids anyway. They're constantly talking about their balls and willies and thinking that things are hilarious. And it's even funnier for me because my middle child can't say the word willy. He says lily. So in public, if he says it, people just think he's got a real interest in plants and flowers. And <laughs> in saying that, though, I remember going on a wee day trip with my ma and me aunt Pat to uh, we went to Newcastle or something for the day which is where everyone in Belfast migrates to if you get a slip of sunshine but the thing is the sun might be shining in Newcastle county down by the way not Newcastle in England um, but if the sun's shining you certainly don't feel it because the breeze from the sea would blow you away and it's fucking freezing put it this way so we went there and caught hypothermia on a beach for the day uh, wrapped in blankets me and my brother begging could we go home <laughs> can we get back on the bus please <laughs> your ma's sitting there like no we haven't been away long enough to justify the price of the bus ticket so we had to sit there but on the way home I remember telling Pat that um, it was ball freezing god I was ball froze Pat it was really cold there today wasn't it and I just thought oh gosh that's a really good word you know sounds accurate and I didn't realise you know that it was a bad word and that it was alluding to male testicles being frozen off so when my granny asked me the next day how did your wee trip to Newcastle go I just said to her ah it was alright granny but we were ball froze <laughs> and she was horrified and my ma told me off had the cheek to stand there and tell me not to use such language. And then whenever we get out of the room, she was like, Bruna, don't don't ever say the word ball froze. Uh, I shouldn't have said it. It's not a nice word. <laughs> Thanks for the education there, ma. After the fact, 
fucking granny didn't give me a pound that she normally gives me because I used a bad word. Got me docked, you bitch. I suppose punishments are just your parents' softer way of breaking you in for adulthood. I mean, they're kind of softer punishments than those that you get if you step out of line whenever you're an adult. For example, grounding. Kind of like being imprisoned. They take your liberty away. Or, you know, not getting any pocket money. That's disenfranchisement. (laughs) And then, I suppose schools even do it as well. I mean, they issue their wee punishments like that. They do the grounding via... uh, Putting you in detention. I suppose that's kind of like a bit of a community service. If they're making you do something useful about the school when you're in detention. But school is one of those weird ones where you do tend to get punished. You know, and sometimes you know what it is you did wrong. And other times, you know, sometimes you can get teachers that are basically just assholes. That's how it goes, sorry. And other times you'll get... Teachers here sound as a pound, but they would have pulled you aside and been like, right, do you know what it is? I mean, we're going to have to do something about this here. Otherwise, I'll be seen to be letting you off with being late five days a week. So we're going to have to give you detention here. (laughs) We had this teacher in school and you know something? I genuinely don't know whatever called her into the vocation of teaching. Because she just wasn't equipped to be around children. It's not even that. Do you know what it was? She was a music teacher and she was just a snobby, snobby bastard. You know, you could just tell that this is not where she wanted to be. And funnily enough, in saying that she was a music teacher, I've never ever once recalled hearing her play music, sing or do anything like that. But, um... She seemed to just be disgusted by our very appearance in her classroom, you know. I think maybe that she wanted to get a job teaching at some private, you know, eating or something like that. <laughs> we were eating, we ate the fucking bake of her every time I saw her. <laughs> but she was just, I really don't have fond memories of this teacher at all. And uh, I remember once we were learning to play the recorder, which, by the way, is an absolutely useless skill. I mean, even the tin whistle would be better. Something with, you know, a bit of soul to it. But I've never once ever had to call upon my recorder lessons as an adult and think, fuck, this'll be solved with a wee blast of three blind mice. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was just pointless anyway. And I couldn't, I didn't do the homework, Natch. So I was trying to follow everybody else beside me and mime playing the recorder and just copy what they were doing with their fingers and she caught me and gave me detention. So I ended up in detention because, well, that's not why I got detention. Basically, uh, she pulled me up in front of the class and was trying to call me out for my inadequate recorder playing skill. And so, as I stood there being chewed out in front of the class, I... This is another example of when my ADD kicks in and I've been distracted and that's it. Game's over. There's going to be no hard work done until this plays itself out. 
while she was screaming at me, I noticed that as the light was shining through the window, <laughs> it was illuminating this sort of peach fuzz that she had all over her face and a wee moustache. And it just looked like she was covered in this little halo of, say, mitochondrial her. <laughs> Does that even make sense? But uh, I just found it really funny, you know, because she was being so, so serious. But I had just spotted a flaw in her perfect demeanour and I couldn't stop laughing basically. I, for love nor money, you know, one of those moments in your life when you know if you don't stop laughing, you are in deep shit. Just stop it. But you can't. And she screamed at me and was asking me what I was laughing at but then I couldn't tell her because that would make things worse so I just continued to try and not laugh and every time I stopped it was (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) and uh let her wee fuzzy moustache and uh, it's probably a defense mechanism you know the stress of it all got to me and I was like it doesn't matter that she is calling you out in front of all your friends she has a fuzzy moustache let's just just focus on that and you'll be okay, Bruno. <laughs> but when she kept asking me to tell her what I was laughing at and I couldn't, she actually used the phrase, when you say, when I say jump, you say hi, hi. I was like, love, you're the music teacher, not the PE teacher. PE teacher can't even get me to do that. Seriously, fucking stop it. I didn't say that, I thought it probably and continued to laugh. So I got detention. <clears throat> I got detention for laughing. And um, it wasn't even for not being able to play the recorder, really. It was genuinely because of the laughing. And here's a funny fact, actually. I'm probably the only student in that school who ever got detention because of a detention. Because I didn't complete that detention properly. Well, I didn't realise that the red, the little form that they gave you to fill out in detention, I just thought because of my previous detentions and nobody had ever mentioned them I used to draw doodles and all sorts of things. So this one, uh, it asked why I had got detention, explain the reasons why you're in detention right now and how you can rectify your behaviour or what have you. And I said that I was in detention because I didn't have a baldy notion. Those were the exact words. How to play the recorder. So I tried to copy my friend only to realise that she was inadequate at playing the recorder as well. And... Filed it away, did the detention, thought that was it, and then got called up a week later by the same teacher who was, I mean, there was steam coming out of her ears. She was absolutely furious. And that was okay. I probably could have, you know, acted sheepish and took it. But then what happened was that uh, giggle set in again because I think it's stress related. I mean, I do laugh whenever I'm stressed, but she started to read the form that I had filled in and when she was reading in her really really posh Belfast accent the words of 15 year old Brona Diamond who basically wrote in that detention like a hallion uh it was comedy gold because she was reading I am in this detention because I didn't have a baldy notion baldy notion Brona Diamond I just cracked I I just laughed my absolute nipples off. So I got detention, long story short, for a detention. Detention, detention. 
<laughs> Why are you in this detention? Because I don't know how to do a detention. Like, seriously. <laughs> that was how messed up it was uh, sometimes at school. But I can't be all down and out about it because there were some brilliant teachers. Just big up yourselves. Some teachers don't realise how much they actually help their wee students. And there are brilliant teachers out there because I had a few of them. Especially in primary school. Um, But there's teachers who genuinely give a shit about you. You know, and they realise that maybe your wee life isn't as straightforward as it should be. And they actually care and they make a difference. And they do make a difference. So if you are a teacher out there, big up yourself. Uh, There's a wee quote actually. A teacher has ultimate power because they know not where their influence ends. So what you're doing now, you will be remembered. Just it's up to you whether or not it's for being an absolute asshole or uh, being a cool, nice person. (laughs) So that basically wraps up our episode of Wee Stories and Big Rants for this week. I do apologize if i've not been on form i don't know what's up with me i think i think the time's getting to me man um sleep schedule's all messed up and everything does anybody else just feel like they're they've just had to hit the pause button on their life that's basically what it feels like it's the whole world is just on pause at the minute so Everything's all messed up, but stay positive because at the same time, it's all going to be over at one stage and we'll all be so happy when it does and we'll be able to go back to our merry ways. So I'm just trying to take it all with a wee pinch of salt and a couple of buns and a big bowl of pasta and keep her lit there, loves. Uh, See you next week.